Welcome back, my LLs, to another exciting episode of the Lubari Real Estate Podcast, where we talk about real estate and what it can buy us. I am your host and owner, Jason Lubari Olds, and in today's episode, we'll dive into the differences between SEC Regulation 506B and 506C. If you're interested in raising capital, capital, for your multifamily deals, understanding these regulations is crucial. So let's get started. So before we before we delve into the differences, let's establish a baseline understanding of these regulations. So the Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC, regulates the offering and sale of securities in the United States. When it comes to raising cap capital for real estate investments, there are two common exemptions under Regulation D. 506B and 506C. Let's start with Regulation D Rule 506B. This regulation allows users, excuse me, allows issuers to raise capital through private offerings without having to register with the SEC under 506B. Issuers can raise an unlimited amount of funds and there are no restrictions on the number of accredited investors they can have. However, they are limited to a maximum of 35 non-accredited investors, each of whom must meet certain sophistication requirements. One significant advantage of 506B is that it allows for the use of general solicitation, meaning issuers can publicly advertise their offerings to a broader audience. However, they must take reasonable steps to verify that the investors they accept are accredited. This usually involves collecting financial information or working with a third-party verification service. On the other hand, we have Regulation D, Rule 506C. This regulation was introduced as part of the Jobs Act in 2013, and it allows issuers to publicly solicit their offerings. Similar to 506B, however, here's a crucial difference. All investors in a 506C offering must be accredited investors, and the issuer must take reasonable steps to verify their accredited status. Unlike 506B, 506C does not allow for any non-accredited investors to participate in the offering. The verification process for accredited investors is more stringent, typically requiring the review of financial documents, tax returns, or obtaining written confirmation from a licensed professional. Now that we've covered the basic differences, let's discuss the benefits and considerations of each regulation. 506B provides flexibility in accepting non-accredited investors, which can be advantageous if you have existing, existing relationships with individuals who may not meet the accredited investor criteria. Additionally, the verification process for accredited investors in 506B is generally less burdensome. Now, on the flip side to that, 506C offerings allow for public solicitation, which can help reach a wider investor base. 
By advertising your offering to the public, you can potentially attract more investors and increase the chances of raising the required capital. Moreover, 506C offerings may be perceived as more creditable by investors since they undergo a stricter verification process. It's important, very important to note that whichever regulation you choose, it's crucial to consult with legal professionals who specialize in securities law to ensure compliance. The consequences of non-compliance can be severe and may include legal penalties, fines, or potential lawsuits. Now, to, to wrap things up between 506C and 506B, here are a few key takeaways. Regulation D offers two, count them two, one, two, common exemptions for raising capital in real estate, 506B and 506C. 506B allows for a limited number of non-accredited investors and requires reasonable steps to verify accreditation. 506C restricts participation to accredited investors only and mandates a more robust verification progress process, excuse me. Now, remember, choosing the right regulation depends on specific circumstances and goals. Always seek legal advice to ensure you are compliant with SEC regulations. Now, armed with this knowledge, go forth and prosper and be within regulations. So now we move on to my favorite part of the podcast where we discuss what real estate can do for us. And this week, I'm going to keep it very simple. And I like food. I am a very, very, very good lover of food. However that sounds, however you feel about it. But uh, yes, I love food. I'm a, I can consider it to be a foodie. So I would like to be able to have the freedom to be able to eat at any restaurant that I, that I want. So I want to be able to go eat whenever I want and be able to, you know, like pay handsomely and, you know, tip the waiters and waitresses nicely and be able to enjoy myself and others. And as, even if it's just, just networking or if I'm enjoying myself on a special occasion or I just want to go out and, and eat on a regular. I want to be able to, to have those fine dining experiences often is what I'm basically saying. Eat at the five-star restaurants all over the world and just enjoy myself and enjoy life like it's supposed to be enjoyed. So with that being said, I'm going to leave you guys with the quote of the day. And the quote of the day is, do not climb mountains for the world to see you. Climb them so you can see the world. And with that, my LLs, I want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Lubari Real Estate Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this Tuesday and you guys had a great weekend. And now I want you to enjoy the rest of your week and go out and seize the day. 
I love you and be blessed. Thank mm-hmm. you.